Welcome back to the Commission Casey podcast series. As always, my name is Casey Simons. I'm the host of the series. Very, very excited you've chosen to join me today. Want to take some time to break down the NBA games that were played yesterday on April, I mean, sorry, May the 3rd. Uh, we had some good action last night, and we're going to call this our lower rostered show because I got a bunch of guys whose roster percentage is pretty low who may help you out this week. So let's get started. Let's get started with Kent Bazemore of the Golden State Warriors. Nine points, eight boards, three steals, two blocks in 31 minutes last night. Filling up that stat sheet for you. Last two weeks, is averaging 11 points, which isn't exciting. But nine rebounds, two and a half assists, three and a half steals, one and a half blocks a game. All that, very exciting. Kent Bazemore is over 80% available on both ESPN and Yahoo!, Absolutely a guy you can get in there. The minutes are stable. He has been starting for this team. Uh, he is definitely a player I would be looking at. They're in the middle of a playoff hunt, so they are certainly going to be playing their best players right now. Let's pivot from him over to Danilo Gallinari. 28-8-2, uh, plus two steals and a block. 31 minutes played. Here's what I think about Gallinari. I certainly think he is he, he's about 60% available on ESPN, about 40% available on Yahoo!, Gallinari is a good score, has some upside for these bigger point games. However, outside of the points, you're getting basically nothing out of him. He's 14.4 points per game over the last two weeks, which isn't the most exciting to begin with. You're getting basically nothing defensively, and he's only averaging 2.3 triples a game. You know who else is averaging 2.3 triples a game? That would be Kent Basemore. <laughs> if you're looking head-to-head, the only reason I can imagine adding Gallinari over Basemore is if you are desperate for the points, because I do think there's a cap to what Bazemore is going to score based on the team he plays on. Let's move it over to Daniel Tice. There was no Nikola Vucevic last night, so Daniel Tice got start, played 40 minutes, uh, racked up 11 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, couple steals, did not actually get a block last night. Here's what to say about Daniel Tice. If Vuce continues to miss time, I think Daniel Tice is a play worth making. Uh, last two weeks, 11 points, 7 boards. Uh, 0.8 steals, 0.5 blocks. I do think the defensive stats will be there for you with him, which is obviously key this time of year. We're looking for those categories. However, Chicago doesn't play a game again until Thursday. We don't know Vooch's status for that game. He's a tough add to me right now, but he's definitely a guy I want to keep an eye on, say, Wednesday night. If your waivers run overnight Wednesday, Wednesday night, or maybe even Thursday before the game start, if you can get him in there. So, as I said, I wouldn't rush to hurt myself to pick him up right now. However, very, very available. Over 80% available on ESPN, over 50% available on Yahoo. Let's talk about Desmond Bain last night. 22 points, 8 boards, 2 assists, 3 steals. Played 26 minutes. This is coming off a 30-minute game the game before, and he'd been 20 or less basically every game before these two. I liked Desmond Bain coming out of the draft. I thought he was a good prospect. You know, obviously with John Moranther, you weren't totally in love with the landing spot, but there's any reason that outside of John Moranther isn't room to carve out a role on that team. Hopefully, hopefully this is Memphis giving him some more run, and we're going to see uh, some, some stronger performances coming. He is over 90% available no matter where you're playing. He is widely available. I'm not rushing to pick him up. But I'm definitely keeping my eye on him as a potential streamer kind of maybe later in the week. So from there, I want to take some time to pivot over to a player who was not so sharp last night. Finally, let's talk Andre Drummond of the Lakers. Nice stat line last night. Four points, no rebounds in 21 minutes. 
Yes, that's exciting stuff. Uh, if you have Andre Drummond, which basically he is over 90% rostered everywhere, you're not going to find a spot where he isn't, I don't hate the idea of dropping him to stream that position to get you a win this week. Now, am I saying you have to drop him? No, but the reality is, who's looking at the waiver wire right now anyways? Just a couple guys competing in the championship game. Lakers don't play again until Thursday. And Drummond's stats are good. 12 points, 10 boards, one block, one steal. You're getting those defensive stats I like to rave about. But maybe what we could do is drop Drummond, stream guys in Tuesday and Wednesday, maybe go back and get him again on Thursday if we're really that excited about him. The reality is the way he played last night is hurting your roster, not helping your roster. Who's going to do that every game? No, he'll have bigger games than this. But I am all for right now, if you have the matchup acquisition limits to do it, to start streaming guys in and out, I would really think about it with Drummond right now. So that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on the web at www.commishkc.com and check us out on Twitter at commishkc. We will talk to you very, very soon.